revival that's happening with UCT Athletics. I got to meet the, the new head coach um, at a course um, during December and we got chatting and um, um, as a result I'm actually down here at your fields on a Wednesday um, evening doing some work on the fields um, and he told me of his plans and I've been following um, UCT, the, the, what the, what's that cup, the Varsity Cup um, started this past Friday and um, I've, I'm, I'm, I've got a great excitement in me for where it's going to grow to. Um, I, I've, many years ago, it was sad for me to see the decline and now there's, there's this new revival and I think what, what really kind of stirred in me um, um, and got me even extra excited is I've been following a lot of um, what they call transformation. So it's where people really get together and they begin to pray for a city um, and, and trusting God to move in that city. And um, they have these rallies where people just day and night, they, they just pray and, and cry out to the Lord for the city. And then the Lord comes and moves powerfully. And there's a revival, not just in terms of um, people coming to salvation and churches being filled, but we really see um, fruit of where the whole society, the whole way the city works, um, turns around, where literally businesses turn around, um, farming turns around. There's, there's examples where there were rivers which people couldn't even drink of that water, and now the water became pure and people could drink of it. Um, places in go, go do yourself a favor and research Fiji, where there were rivers where there weren't any, even any fish, and now there's, there's too many fish for them to catch and to, and to feed the people with trees that never used to have fruit on, that have fruit on. Um, places which where the, the town was held captive to, to drug lords and gangsters and where the people can now walk freely in the streets, where schools have turned around, um, where they've now, towns where the education's now of the best. So just where the whole of society has been transformed through the gospel. And um, for me, the first thing when I, I saw the, 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 the change in the, in, the, in the UCT athletics, I was like, yes, it's because the students have been praying for revival. <laughs> and, and now the whole of UCT is being transformed. So guys, I trust um, to, to, see, to see good things, and I've now actually become a bit of a, a, bit of a Aki um, supporter. Um, and I wanna, we're going we're gonna to continue on the, on the theme of, of what we were, um, we were singing um, a little bit earlier on, you know, it's so incredible. Um, yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, you have no rival. Um, and and um, Amman shared it as well, how our Christ is seated above, all principalities, all powers. And I think sometimes we don't realize um, how big our God really is, okay? Um, we're not, when we're praying and we're trusting for, for change in, in our in our campus, in our city, in our nation, we're not helping God to fight the devil. Okay, God has already won. He has no rival. He has the victory. He, his kingdom rules and reigns above all. All right, when Christ died on the cross, it says he overcame all powers of darkness. In fact, he overcame death itself, and the victory is already won. Or what we're doing is when we come to Christ and, we, and he becomes our Lord and um, we begin to walk with him, we step into Christ and we step into that victory, which has already been won. And then we begin in prayer to contend, to see his kingdom come, his will be done on earth. We begin to contend to see the manifestation of that victory 
on earth because it's already been one, but you just need to see it begin to manifest in the natural. So he broke the chains of darkness, deliverance, healing, right? We begin to see that, we, and that's what we contend for as we cry out, rend the heavens and come down. Let your kingdom come here on earth, all right? So, and, and that's what we're doing. We want to see it begin to manifest in um, our lives, in our families' lives, in our city's lives, and in our campus. Um, just before um, I carry on, I, it's, it's just so incredible. I want to build a little bit of a, just a little bit of a memorial, a victory memorial um, of, what's, of what's been happening over the past seven or eight years. What's, what's quite profound is that today I've had the privilege to, to stand at two gates which we have taken possession of. All right, now a gate in the natural is, is something that you have at your house or um, uh, at a school or um, in, the, in the past cities would have a physical gates which would then determine what comes in and what comes out. And depending on who controlled those gates, that would determine, well, does good come in um, or bad come in um, into that. But in the spiritual, there's also s gates. They, they're not gates that we can see, but they're gates which... Um, um, control what goes into, comes in and out of a certain area. Um, and some of these gates the enemy has had control of, and the Lord has, has given us a mandate as the church to come and take possession of certain gates which determine what comes in and out of the city. Um, because we want to see the kingdom come into the city and begin to transform the city. And um, it's just so incredible, probably about seven years ago, um, one of the pastors who's now pastoring the church in Durban, he led us on a little mini early morning mission where we actually went around the city. He researched um, the historical entry points, which were the physical entry points to the city. And um, we went and in the spirit, went and actually laid claim to those gates. It was quite wild. Um, we went out very early in the morning. It was like about nought degrees. It was in the middle of winter. And we were running around the city with little bots of, bottles of oil and bags of salt. Okay, we must have looked like total nutters to people on their way to work because we were at various highways and things. We were running across the road, pouring oil, claiming, claiming the gate, um, an entry point for the Lord. And um, there were various rivers because water is a, a very important symbol um, in the spirit where we actually went and threw salt into the river to purify it. And it was really a, a spiritual purification um, for the city. And... What is so profound is, I don't know if any of you guys have heard students, the, the non-students are a little bit more aware of it, um, but the church has recently acquired a new property, um, Harvest Hope. Um, she's down um, close to the N2 highway. And when you stand on that property, you look out over the wall at the back, and you see the exact spot where we ran across the road and anointed and threw the salt and claimed the gate. And now we have officially taken possession through many miracles, nothing of our own. We literally just waited seven years and the Lord said, okay, now it's yours. Um, and but we had seven years ago actually, actually laid claim to it. This building, yeah, well, this actually started pretty much the same time as well. Um, we were in Pick and Pay, um, just above Pick and Pay. There was a, 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 a space that we rented. 
And I remember there were a couple of us, we used to go early on a Thursday morning down to Grasa, Graca, Grasa, Grasa, okay, um, Grasa Fields. And we used to pray there and dance there and claim ground there and do all sorts of wonderful, wonderful things, just declaring the Lord's victory um, over there. And from that came forth the, the nation's festivals um, on Grasa Lawn, which have been going ever since. And, and I regularly um, meet people whose lives have been radically changed through encounters with Christ um, on that lawn. I don't know, is there anyone here whose life was changed at the, yeah, there we go, at the Grasa Lawn Outreaches. There's a couple of you, of you right over here. And um, um, from there, we contended for various um, spaces on UCT campus. And then there was a time where in prayer, um, God just kept showing us visions of, of Jamie. At, at that stage, it was called, called Jamie. Um, and the Jamie steps and oh, all sorts of things, flags and dancing and who knows what. And then we went on a journey of, we had, I mean, we had, we had people singing here and dancing here on these steps. I think we had a mob that thing where everyone just jumps out by surprise? Flash mob. <laughs> okay, we had a flash mob on the steps and we, we were claiming and we were coming early in the morning and praying and um, we actually had one night we managed to get to book this and we had an all night prayer and fast where we stayed yeah, through the night just really praying, um, praying for the space. And from there, we, we slowly but surely um, be, began to, to get access but by but the Lord opened up the door and we, we got access for more and more opportunities to hold services here because this is a very significant hall on UCT campus. And then um, how many years ago that, was it that you needed 500 signatures? Last year. All right. So obviously we were getting a bit tired of like sometimes we can come here, sometimes we can't. We decided, Lord said, okay, now, now it's time. This is now yours. We, I'm giving you the gate now that you've been contending for. And um, the students knew they could get it if they got 500 sign-ups at O-Week. <laughs> I've got to check with Jamie that I'm getting the right stuff here on campus. Um, and I remember they, the Lord gave them an awesome plan of, of how to contend for <laughs> all those. And um, the whole church kind of a message went out. Okay, guys, put your faith out. 500 is what we want. It's what we're putting our faith out for. The Lord, we want, we want, the Lord wants to give us this gate. Um, Let's go for it. And I remember us praying and trusting for those 500, and they got it. The Lord did it, and it was supernatural. It was a miracle. It was unheard of. It was, they, could, they could not have expected it to do it. And now we are here, and we've been, we've been here since then. And it's, just, I just, it's important that we build these memorials and, and give the Lord the glory because um, it's Him that does it. It's not us through our own efforts and our own. We didn't write letters to the rector and protest and raise funds and strategize with businesses. Literally, the Lord has given us these two, these two venues to have his word preached and to see people come to salvation and his name glorified in the city. And um, we just got to give him the glory for it. And, th and that's what's so incredible about um, when you engage in the Lord's plans and the Lord's will and you begin to, in prayer, contend with him for what he wants to have happen, then you, you stand a couple of years later and it's just, um, I've got many things that have happened over the past couple of years um, that I've achieved, but these, these two moments just stand.
is just the perfect picture of, of what God wants to do through revival and through, um, and through his church to really transform a city and transform a nation so that everyone can live in that life in abundance which Jesus won the victory for.